three, two, one. Hello, everyone. I am here with Nathan Schock. He frequents this conversation and always has a ton of wisdom. So wherever you are right now, grab a piece of paper to pin because I know there's going to be some things that you're going to take away to help improve the experience in your business. So one of the things that Nathan and I have been pulling apart is that with this whole COVID pandemic, it's really caused a lot of businesses to have an excuse to give poor service or give a poor experience. And I believe versus concentrating or contracting because of COVID and using it as an excuse, here's an opportunity we have to separate ourselves from the pack, if you will, in your industry by not taking things away, but how do we use this as an opportunity to provide better service and better experiences? Because I could contend COVID has allowed us to do that. So Nathan, you recently had this trip vacation and there were so many nuggets you took away. Tell us about that. Yeah. So um, like most people, there hadn't been a whole lot of vacationing over the last nine months. And so finally we said, you know what, we've had enough. We're going to take the family, go to, go to Sanibel Island, Florida, a place we, we, we go every once in a while because it's so relaxing. They take such good care of you. Um, and it was just good to get away. But there were some noticeable differences, some noticeable drop-offs that I'm thinking, hmm, this is different. Like I, not, it, This is a tourist economy there. And the experience just wasn't what it had been in the last couple of years. And so we'll start with the airlines. Have, and you, have, I'm, you've flown since yeah, this whole... Yeah, and so I'm sure you're going <laughs> to echo what I felt here too. So yeah, tell yeah. the airline. So, so the airline, of course, you get on and they say, due to the, you know, whatever COVID pri- protocols, we will not be having food and beverage service. As I'm packed in like a sardine in a tin can, like literally... There's not, it's not that there's six feet between me and the next person. There isn't six inches. And now you're telling me no food and drink for my protection. And I'm thinking, how is that protecting me? And so, so then let's say you can't, let's say you can't do the food and beverage. How can you get creative? What, What could you do? But it seems like COVID has become synonymous with just taking things away and and making excuses. Like, yeah, so so stay there on the airline for a second. So take a step back and just let's all, as you're listening, does it make any sense at all? I mean, let's just use common sense. I just got done leaving the terminal and they were able to serve food there. Why is it safer inside the terminal versus serving food which on the plane, which... I would make the argument it's even a more controlled environment. Yeah, and so maybe we don't want to um, maybe we don't want to pour the same bottle of water into everybody's cup. Just give each person a bottle, right? And, and they already have the individually wrapped nuts or pretzels or whatever it is. It doesn't seem like it would be that hard. It and I'll tell you as a as a as a consumer, what it felt like to me was here's an easy thing we can take away and save some money. I agree. So I, I totally, and that's exactly how I felt. Yeah. That let's just, here's your bag, Ziploc bag, really Ziploc bag with a mini water in it. Yep. And 
a cracker, but thank you for my hand wipes. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Okay. Keep, so keep going. So keep next, going. we get there and and get the car. Um, and despite the fact that there aren't as many people, the line to get the car was way longer. Why do you think? Because they didn't have as many people behind the counter. And then I go drive the car away, and, and I'm in a hurry. I've been traveling all day. I don't want to be there. And I get about a couple miles down the road, and I notice that the tire pressure light is on, and the gas isn't full. <laughs> and so, again, these are things, right, that should just be... Like, this is stamping meat. It's doing the same thing over and over again, but it wasn't a good experience. Like, it, the car wasn't ready for me. So then, so then we get to the island. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's good about the island. But there was one, um, there was one restaurant that we went to on the beach where we brought, because it's a restaurant on the beach, so we brought beach stuff. And... The owner of the place, I assume it was the owner, comes out saying, you can't park there for beach access, but, but, but you know, you got to move. Get out of here. This is for customers. I'm a customer. Like, I'm planning to eat lunch, get something to drink, and also, you know, you're on the beach. I thought I might relax on the beach too. And he was like hounding me, wanting to make sure that I was a customer. And... Later on, there was another experience at a restaurant that was less than, than great. And again, I'm taking this in the context of this is a, this is a place where that, this is their bread and butter. And they, they usually do so good. And I'm thinking to myself, man, there's... And, and I'll give you one more example. So, so we're at the resort. And, and we had heard from talking to that they're about 40% of their normal capacity, which is not surprising, right? Fewer people traveling. Well, it was almost impossible to find somebody to get any help. There, there were, um, you know, just noticeable drops in service at the resort as well. So you had all these little things that just added up, to, in my mind, saying they're out of they're out of practice. Yeah. So, and we could go on and on, yeah, right? On I on. mean, there's so again, and I want to make sure that as you listen to this. By no means do we want to be not empathetic about this pandemic and it being a, a true concern because totally. we are. Yep. But we have enough data now. We understand how to be able to handle things now. We see a lot of good things happening in the world right now. But what you're hearing from Nathan in those examples is they haven't taken time to stop, adapt, mend their nets, something that we like to use that term, yep. and work on making sure that the experiences doesn't slide. So just talk to everybody about mend, mend your nets. Yeah. So, so this concept we've been talking about ever since the start of the pandemic is when fishermen can't go out to sea, they mend their nets. And I think too about, you know, Nathan, you and I share a sports background. So you think about Coming into the start of the season, if you got a start of the season come up and you're getting ready to start your basketball season, what if you hadn't touched a ball in the last six months? How's that going to go? Yeah, not well. And, and what the sense that I got over and over again was, again, remember, 40% capacity. So there's less, let's call it game time. There's less time where they can go out to sea. 
it was clear to me that they weren't spending their time mending their nets. They weren't training. They weren't role-playing. They weren't practicing because it just wasn't as good. And, and I think we all know this use of the restaurant as an example. You go to a restaurant off-peak time, how good is the service? It's usually not near as focused. They're a little sloppy versus you go between that five and eight time when they're the, the they're prepared for it and their mindset is prepared for it. Right. That's, I think, the key here is that, hey, 40%, you've got to be ready. You've still right. got to train to be ready. Yeah, because let, let's take mindset for an example. What could have a mindset been even, even at a 40% capacity? Because you really have options. One of your mindsets could be, oh, crap, there's not very many people here. How are we going to save money? Or your mindset could be, thank you for coming. We have so many people that canceled or that couldn't come. Thank you so much for being here. What can I do to help? What can I do to make your experience even better than usual? Yeah, I agree. I was in a coffee shop when I was traveling, and nobody was in there because they wouldn't let anybody sit in there. I bought a sandwich and I was waiting for my coffee. And so standing in the corner by myself, nobody's around. And I lowered my mask and take a bite of my sandwich. I was immediately scolded by somebody by the register, probably 50 feet away. Now I'll say the, here's the good of that. She was perceptive of what was taking place. Somebody had told her that was the case. I contend this. I wish they'd be that more, that much more perceptive when they can improve my experience versus scolding me as the customer. Right. Noticing when that you're clearly, yeah. when clearly nobody was at risk <laughs> yeah. based upon the CDC guidelines. Right. Right. So again, what I'm encouraging everybody today and why we're having this conversation, how do you mend your nets right now? How do you make sure your team is training? How are you finding the opportunities to separate yourself from the pack? Because right now, and every a lot of people are going the wrong way, go the other way. Pull apart what we teach you about the five components of a transformational experience. How do you dig deep right now as your team? Because I'm going to tell you right now, the reason comp- businesses are closing right now, because they deserve to close some of them. Now, don't cure me with me being mean there. Some of them were marginalized going into this. Some of them are making this as an excuse. They're not adapting. They will close. Let's not let that be you. I can also go to the flip side. There's businesses that are having record years, record months, record weeks. They've adapted. They're changing. They're looking at their business model different. And I would look at the ones that are really concentrated on how they execute a better customer experience. Those are the ones that are winning. And you look at the customer experience, and I want you to speak to this, Nathan, for a second. It starts with the team experience. It starts with how do we get a team that is engaged? How do we have a team that we're making sure that we're developing, empowering, training, holding accountable, coming alongside them? Because when we do that, now the customer experience gets much easier to execute. Because like we've always said, when the why is big enough, the house will take care of themselves. So speak to that yeah. for a moment. Yeah, well, first, the, the thought that came to mind, right, is the only thing that's constant in business is change. We know it's coming. Now, fortunately, not all changes are as big as a global pandemic, but you have to build an adaptive business. If you can't, if you can't roll with a few punches, 
you're going to go out of business. But you're so right on, on the team experience because as business leaders, when, when things like this hit, people are looking for stability. They're looking for hope. They're looking for people to take, take charge. And as business leaders, sometimes if, if you're in the face of uncertainty, you communicate less when you should be communicating more. And, and you're right. It, it's the time to go over the things that you're supposed to, to train, to role play, to practice the kinds of things that, that make for a better customer experience. And it starts with the team experience. So my guess is that person who scolded you, do you think she'd been scolded? Oh, absolutely. So I bet, I bet that if she, you know, there's, there was a situation I'm guessing in the past where she didn't scold a customer who's sitting out by themselves. And because some corporate policy wasn't being met, she was scolded. Rather than giving her the power to adapt Nope, it's just this is the policy, and the policy is more important than the customer. Agreed, 100%. So let's give some people some takeaways, okay? Because I think there's some things that, obviously, these are good concepts. I hope that you're getting it, but I know sometimes as this, you, we want to say, hey, what do, where do I start? So first of all, you got to start with how are you empowering and creating engagement with on your team? So first of all, you got to measure that. You got to measure where that's at. Something we call the cultural index. Quick way to measure it, see how your team engagement is. Then you got to take a hard look at what am I doing to create development in each individual as well as the organization as a whole. And you hear us talk about there's four components of a good development system. You got to have great content. Great content is quantified by content that gets results. Number two, you got to have repetition. You can't just do it one time. That's mending your nets. The nets sometimes fray. You got to sew them back up. Sometimes you got to get some new nets too. Yeah, that's right. So, so repetition. Number three is the practice and role play piece. You got to do this with people. You got to practice it, whether it be a sales, whether it be t- how you talk to a, a certain kind of customer, how you answer the phone. You have to role play and practice those things. And then lastly, how you. Uh, measuring it, accountability. Because if you can't track, measure, monitor, you can't get it done. So I I got so agitated the other day, even thinking about my own businesses and thinking, you know what? I need to up the ante of what I'm doing. So I said, immediately, I sat down and thought about all different people I haven't seen in a long time, people I need to re-engage. I started shooting text messages, making phone calls. I wrote 30 notes. So it's again, go back to our, Grant Cardone's massive action. How are you taking massive action to adapt? Think of ways to create a better customer experience and a better engaging team. So give us another action items. Yeah. So so remember, um, what's one of the reasons we always talk about why customer experience is so important today is because we have less human interaction. Do you think that human interaction has gone up or down during the pandemic? Yes. Way down. So again, they have even more expectations when they come to you and the ability to wow them is even bigger. And, and we, you, you, I always hear you talk about, Nathan, it takes so little to be above average. Well, 
now that's even more the case. Like if you just give decent experience, you're going to stand out. Yeah. So that's what I hope you guys walk away right now. Quit sucking on our thumbs. Yes. I mean, here's the opportunity. I mean, be the, the lights that's shining bright in a bit of darkness right now. Yeah. And, and you talk about the, uh, um, the, you know, the, uh, the four components of good content. Right. So is there any business owner who really doesn't understand the importance of training? I think they all know, yeah, I should train, but what's the most common excuse? We don't have time. And now you got nothing but time. Yeah. Yeah. You got a resort at 40% capacity. Yeah. You got all kinds of time. Yeah. So now what's your excuse? Yeah. It's the same. Those are the same excuses I get. The people that don't have time are still the same ones that are marginalized right now. Yes. You'll make time for what's important to you right now. What's more important than team engagement and customer experience? If you want to differentiate yourselves, you have to lean into it. You have to lean into your training program. And I would say this, you better define training. Training is not go and have a meet with the person who's been in your company the longest period of time to show them how to do it, which they're going to show them the same way they've been doing it for the all the years they've been doing it with zero innovation, with zero improvement. And right now, we are living in a time of total innovation, opportunities for innovation. Adapt your businesses right now. Adapt how you're doing and the huge dividends. Yes. If, 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 if globally the average is going down and you just go up a little bit, you're going to seem amazing. And yeah. people are just going to be blown away. So the totally. opportunity here is massive. Totally. So in closing... What do you, what one thing would you tell them to do? Don't forget to train. Don't forget to practice. If people aren't in front of you, if you can't go out to sea, mend your nets because otherwise they're not going to come back. But if they do, you'll be ready for them. That's beautiful. All right. Great conversation. Thank you. Yep.